The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Before we get started, a quick public service announcement from your friends at Dietary Requirements. We need your support to continue doing what we do, so we've launched a brand new initiative called the Spin-Off Members. This will support the hiring of more journalists, facilitate the most important and hard-to-fund journalism, and allow you to help us decide the areas of coverage. For more info and to become a member, visit thespinoff.co.nz forward slash members. Tēnā koutou katoa no mai haere mai ki Dietary Requirements, the spin-off's food podcast where we eat and drink delicious things and talk about them at the same time. Ko Simon Day toko ingoa and I'm your host and as always I'm joined by Sophie Gilmore and Alice Neville. Kia ora Simon. Kia ora Simon. Welcome home Alice. Thank you Simon, I'm, I've missed you very much oh, and you Sophie. That's wow. Cool. And you Tina and you Pax even though we've only just met. Where were you? I've been travelling around Europe wow. and the United Kingdom. My parents have been Oh, they're different places now. Oh, I've eh? probably bumped into them. Yeah. It's quite a small place. Did you bump into Afnan and Sophia? Yeah, we, yeah, we, we you know, they, hung out. They said they spoke to a white woman once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been you. Do you know what is quite buzzy is that I bumped into an old family friend this week that sat next to the people that hosted me in Ireland last year. In wow. Mykonos. Just, That's weird. Just by accident. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, came yeah. across. Sigmund Freud would f- refer to that as the uncanny. It also Ooh. made me feel like the Irish now must think that New Zealand is extremely small. Well, it is. Well, it is. I mean, yeah, but that that is coincidental. Yeah. Well, welcome everybody to episode one of season two. This is officially the second year. Simon's of dietary requirements. Simon's just it. announced that this is season two, so I'm quite excited. We've, we've made yeah. it all the way. Over um, and we're yeah. on the up, guys. Alice yeah. made it past her 90-day trial. Yeah, quite, yeah. Quite, <laughs> quite a while. But weirdly who, got a pay decrease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was performance yeah. related. And, yeah, you know. And our wonderful sponsors, Freedom Farms, signed on for a second year as well, so that's really awesome. We wouldn't be here without them. Freedom Farms <laughs> believes everyone who eats meat has a responsibility to know how that animal has been farmed. They're dedicated to providing you with the best pork and free-range eggs. Buy their bacon and buy their eggs. Today our special guest, as you've already heard his delicious voice, is Pax Asadi, Pakistani-Iranian com- Kiwi comedian. I'm going to read his bio from his website. Oh, no. Who wrote it? <laughs> that makes me feel so white. Why? 
you've got such a great lineup of ethnicities. And Iranians are really yeah. overrepresented on um, this podcast. Really? Yeah, we'd like to. Oh, true. Yeah. Have we had other Iranians? Who? Only oh, you Dariush. were a white Dariush. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. It's like the most represented. Uh, Calzador, the restaurant. Darius oh. Lolae. Okay. He's Casador. Simon's got a massive crush on him, but he's very beautiful. Is he? So are you though. Lots of Persian <laughs> men are very beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Simon, Simon. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Simon's don't get yeah. Simon not afraid of a man crush. <laughs> yeah. I like, Seeks it out. Actually. I like your beard. I actually Thank just you. had to shave mine off. I was actually just. Why? Thinking it started to smell like beard. food. Beard envy. Mm. Wash it. I did. I washed it and conditioned it, but it was like that time between. I found myself at a gig after going out for dinner and I could smell my beard. Oh, right. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah. You, it sounds like you didn't have good eating etiquette for a man with a beard. Mm. Probably not. Because yeah. like, it comes and goes very quickly. I, I never really learned that. What comes and goes? My beard. You're a hairy guy for a white guy. <laughs> He's I, real hairy. Show hairy. him your back. He's actually tongue you, you at the Well, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to be very unimpressed because I am, I think, one of the hairiest men in the world. Wow. Here we go. It's coming off. For, for those at home, Simon. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's very hairy. That's yeah. hairy. I don't think I've ever seen I'm your hairier back, than Simon. That. Show On the us. Back? Yep. You don't have to show. Wow. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm hairier Simon, than that. Simon, you're not oh. even but, the hairiest back in the room. Yeah. But I wait till but, I show you mine, guys. Woo. For a white guy, that's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. I know. And, right? and you would have you would be gifted multiple goats back in my country. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's funny when I, I've, I've travelled through Iran. You was going to mention that. I was. I'd, I'd thought about it all week. Uh, <laughs> Pakistan, um, places like Syria and yeah. Israel, and everywhere I go, yeah. I'm like Cliff Curtis. Yeah. They think I'm. They'll just people come up to me and start speaking. Uh, the local lingo. You you 100 look am really ambiguous mm. that mm. You, you could fit in any. I think. I think if he came up to me and said I'm half Iranian, I would believe it straight away. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Do you know what he is? Well, that would make me not believe it straight away. <laughs> Excuse me. I think that this is like this is a moment. You don't normally look this um, white. No, 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 no. You've Ambiguous. Got, he's got, yeah, he's got a strong brow. No, he doesn't normally look this Persian. He's got a very strong, strong brow. Brow. Yeah. Shaved. He head, gave himself a face. Persian makeover just for this pod to impress you. I, I do wish I was Persian. He's also really big into the gym at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I probably can tell. drives per- like a white Mercedes. What, oh what else have you got, Sam? Are you being racist about Persians, Sophie? No, I'm but we were sure. talking no, about the starter kit the other day. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, it's true. <laughs> Way too many of us have white Mercedes. <laughs> so Pax was born and raised in New Zealand, uh, the son of immigrant parents. Mm. Refugee parents. My guess on your surname yeah. is that your dad is Pakistani? Wrong. Oh. oh. Yeah, dad is Persian. And I think I'm a fucking Iranian yeah, expert yeah, 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 as well. Yeah. And also, I'm pretty sure you said that in that comedy thing. Did I? Not he that said thing. a lot of things. Well, you said that he was a Persian guy and you said he was, because he was eating those seed things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure you did. Yeah, you were listening. Yeah, I was listening. Good job. I did uh, my email to you yesterday said, like I'm pretty sure one of your parents is Pakistani. <laughs> <laughs> but he brings his uh, unique perspective on New Zealand that resonates with people of every background. His hectic blend of personal stories and insightful observations will have you pondering life while simultaneously curled over with laughter. Good. I quite like <laughs> oh, it. Gross. I'd attest to that. Yeah, to, you know, there's nothing worse than hearing your CV read back oh, to you. But so gross. <laughs> but do you know what? what? There, there's something really true about it. So you just have to just suck it up. Just embrace well, it. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Re- more recently, he's... Um, both on the spin-off TV and, and as part of his stand-up comedy built uh, 
a really important role in critiquing white people culture? Yeah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say critiquing. I would rather say observing, calling it out. Yeah, maybe calling it out or maybe tearing like, it down. Not tearing, not even, <laughs> not even tearing it down. Because a lot of people, that thing that I did for the spinoff with um Jermaine Ross and James Roque as freaking Angel Bro, that thing I we did for you guys. A lot of people thought that it was us ripping apart white culture, but what it actually was was us. As- observing white culture and seeing if it was something we wanted to bring back to to brown people to have mm. or to engage with, right? Yeah. So like yoga pants, initially we were like, um, we hate yoga pants. And then we put them on and we're <laughs> like, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it I feel like you were like, oh dear, these white people are onto something here. Yeah, and so it, Birkenstocks it, it frustrated me when people commented in the videos and were like, not all white people do this. And we're like, Obviously. it doesn't matter. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter if not all white people are doing this. We're just observing a thing that a lot of white people yeah. do. I mean, some white people are very sensitive about yeah. having anything criticised or even their whiteness referenced. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so some things we were like, this ain't it, this sucks. And some things we were like, this is dope. I remember finding once, it was like 10 years ago, that list of some, I think it was written by the African-American community and it was absolutely yeah. hilarious. It was called Shit White People Like. Yeah. And it was They're like number one, too. skiing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The you whitest thing you skiing. can do, sliding down a white yeah. mountain. Right? Yeah. And then it was like number two, coffee. And I was like, like oh my God, they me. do. It yeah. was just like bang on. My dad, my dad thinks white people love, um, uh, like um, he, he can't stand how much white people love um, adrenaline. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, right. he's, so, he's so sick of, like, people enjoying adrenaline. Yeah. He's like, why would you do that? Yeah, because he yeah. escaped over the border to Pakistan from Iran, and, like, his memory of adrenaline is, like, traumatizing. Yeah. yeah. And he's people, like, people I don't want to pay for that. It's yeah. like the ultimate privilege to yeah, go yeah, yeah. looking for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and skiing is so fucking expensive as well. Mm. Yeah, it is. However, one, uh, one part of um, white people culture that Pax has observed and decided is mediocre at best yeah <laughs> is white people food yeah big time and and i wanted to use this episode as my opportunity to agree and especially to hate on scones <gasps> oh yeah how do you feel about scones okay i hate scones i think i think scones are fine but that's as far as it goes for me yeah. the pro- <laughs> yeah. your guys producer hates me right now yeah. do you love scones are you allowed to do you? Tina's not white. I Tina's feel from like Tonga. scones serve a purpose. What is the purpose? There's a meal occasion that they're appropriate at, right? And it's either like a morning tea. Yes, or an which is very tea. white. Totally. They're definitely white. Tea I is not definitely white. don't deny that. No, tea morning, is by definition not white. Is, yeah, but it's become white. quite Scones, white. every time I have scones, it tastes like baking soda powder. Well, uh, yeah. interestingly, we were discussing it today and... Spin-off editor Toby Manhire said that he thought New Zealanders put too much baking soda in their scones. Yes. And you should go for the more Scottish scone, yeah. which don't try to make them all fluffy and shit. Can right. I tell you that at cooking school, because we were in Ireland and they make a lot of soda... You went to cooking school? Yeah, last year Amazing. in Ireland. And basically, they make a lot of soda bread, which is yeah. essentially a scone. Yeah. Or like slightly jazzed up damper if yeah. you want to sort of defame it. But... Yeah. I did one one day where I did, like, the baking soda thing was a flat teaspoon. Yeah. And I didn't flatten the teaspoon. Mm. And the scones went green. Ooh. 
and they tasted like you just mentioned. And yeah. then so she had me, the teacher made me remake them yeah. and flatten that and they came out perfectly. So it's a very fine line. Mm. Well, I've made some scones today to try yes. to convert I'm going to pass some. them around. They're is cheese there lots scones. of butter? Because I feel like that's the yeah, only thing scone is good for is a butter vehicle. Yeah, put heaps of butter on them. I can't believe you don't even like cheese scones. Mm, cheese. That's why I thought surely no one can Just dislike cheese scones. Too many cafes have let me down too many times. There are a lot of bad scones. Is that a reflection of the scone or the cafe? See, look at that. Like, already that texture is no go. That's beige. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And but that's I'm like worried the, that I may have just made them bad. No, no, but here's the thing. That is the quintessential texture of a scone. Yeah. You know, like you Look open up a scone. The butter she's putting on. And it looks like it... It it's kind of crumbles in your face, you know? It's mm. like... It looks like a war-torn Eastern European country. Do you know Take what I mean? Take one pass it on. It looks like Belgrade after NATO yeah. was done with yeah, it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Ouch. But that's what it, I mean... Okay. Okay. It's very important. There are I, people I who have a, a phobia bit. of the sound of eating. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wow. been brought up. So has it been complained about? No, yeah. just observe to be careful. Sure. I reckon okay. we so should go hard on it. Eat off mic. Go really eat disgustingly. It would be a brave podcast to listen to if you had aversions to people eating. And it's not like we're eating to indulge ourselves. We're doing serious work here. Exactly. Good point. We're solving the world's problems, yeah. and sometimes there's going to be a bit of noise. Exactly. They're not, yeah, they're oh, not loving it. Oh, perhaps this one sounds a bit dry from where I'm I did, sitting. See, I overcooked them. I'm really sorry. You should have made them. Alice, the overcooked bit is a bit I like. Okay. You know when you make a cheese toasty and the cheese leaks out the side and goes crispy mm. um, on the, oh, <laughs> Pax has put it away. He's put it down. Am I meant to finish it? No, you don't yeah, have to finish okay. it. You have to. you got to save room for I'm the not, I'm not down. But, mm. um, they're not the best. No, I think this, like, this is close to my favorite scone. Like okay. the cheese is almost caramelized, but mm. it's still like a dry piece of dough. Yeah, can I say? Can I say? As far as scones go, you haven't done a bad job. Mm. Scones are just shit. Can I swear? Mm. I actually don't think you've yeah. done a great job. Oh, so you haven't done a great job. <laughs> I don't actually make scones like, ever, so I was kind of like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Like it's it's weird. It's <sighs> what is the what is the bitterness? Is that the baking soda? The bittery mm. kind of. It has. That could be because it's burnt. They had. Two, I don't have bitter taste in my mouth. Maybe bitter is the wrong word. Two teaspoons of, of baking powder. But sour almost. Maybe. I think it looks like the oven was too hot. Yeah. Well, my oven runs yeah, a bit hot. Runs a bit hot, and also I was trying to do it in a hurry, so I kind of pumped it up with the fan, and then was like, "Oh no, turn it down." Also, being Illegal. being mm. being Iranian Pakistani means that there's a lot of breads in in both cultures that I I'm from but none of the breads that I'm used to are this dense and heavy mm. none of them feel this yeah um uh, like like you said it just feels like dough that's just been cooked like it there's a lightness to them there's a fluffiness to them mm-hmm. um whereas and there's also a flakiness to a lot of the breads that we eat whereas this is just like Gah! like you know it's so big mm. and chunky Look, yeah I this has you. got less Fat in it, yeah. than a lot of the breads that you're talking about, yes, because that's how they. You know, yeah, no, totally. taste the recipe yeah, totally. had no butter and just lots of cheese. Yeah, how but many how many types of cheese are we talking? It's just tasty. It was they're the Ministry of Food cheese scones that various people recommended on Kai Corner. I mean, I'm finishing it. Oh, right. I'll, I'll give it a hoon. Yeah, and you're finishing it because you want to finish it. <laughs> I'm finishing it because. It's covered in butter. I am, thanks for asking. Yeah, great. But you yeah, know, I admit. What did you think? Great. I liked it. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Tina liked it. I also no, on you. think that it's it's reminding me of um, when I was on exchange at university. We yeah. had no money and we used to make damper. Yeah. Mm. And just eat that because it was cheap. The so things yeah. you eat when yeah. you're broke is, is quite funny. I once ate a half-finished kebab out of a rubbish bin. Oh, shout out to Jeremy Wilson for making damper. Hey, man, that's something you don't share, eh? That's nothing. Yeah, I'd spend days where I'd, I'd live off a banana and a Snickers. I'm happy for Pax that he doesn't know you that well, Sly, because that was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was with Simon at the Vatican, and he ate a piece of pizza off someone else's plate when they stood up and left the table. Mm. Very Damn. unholy behaviour. kind of... You know, the anti-food waste of that. I once missed my flight out of Copenhagen. Yeah. And we had to wait three hours for the next one. And we were just sitting in the... uh, The smoking box, the glass box of death. Yeah. Watching people... uh, eat their meals and if anyone uh, didn't finish anything we'd go and grab their plates and bring it into the smoking <laughs> wow. room and this was travelling on the bare bones of my bottom though. Yeah, this, was, yeah, this yeah. was it yeah. this was full broke you yeah. also really loved the challenge of like yeah, was there spending something, as little money as possible there, yeah, there something is. about living on the edge what I got into a really bad habit of doing was um, pinching people's drinks at bars while they were <laughs> looking away yeah, wow. Simon, just straight up theft that one really yeah, yeah. And uh, once the one time that I got caught, uh, this guy was, you know, you, you just nip my drink, bro, give it, give it back. I was like, no, no, that's my drink. He's like, I, I know you stole my drink. <laughs> yeah. I saw you do it. He's like, you got to come with me now. And instead of getting upset or trying to fight me or something, he dragged me around the bar and picked up. Usually I would only steal a drink if it had more than half yeah. left. I wasn't yeah. like a complete parasite. He made me drink all the dregs that he could find. Drink it! <laughs> He'd point to like a glass yeah, of wine with almost it. nothing. Drink it. Good, you deserve that. Yeah. yeah. How old were you? I was 23. <laughs> old week. enough to know better. <laughs> and how old is this guy? He would probably have been a similar age. Just bigger than you? I was, no, I, was, was, he... I was kind of enjoying it. It was a oh. good excuse to... <laughs> That's another challenge. I was going to say he was enjoying the more free <laughs> drink. <laughs> he's like, this guy thinks he's punishing me, but yeah. I got this. <laughs> So is there a more white food than scones? Um, scones is pretty up there, I reckon. I was going to make cucumber sandwiches, but I ran out of time. Oh, I love See, that's not sandwiches. even food to me. Oh, Those are so shit. Yeah. Like, no, a good cucumber that's sandwich. Not, that's not no! Food. What do you mean good cucumber <laughs> sandwich? It's like a good scone that just doesn't exist. No. Yeah. No, yeah. I, what, is it literally just bread and cucumber? And butter. And butter, heaps of butter. I think wow. butter is yum. This, I'm seeing a pattern with a lot of white people food. <laughs> it's just yeah. some bready, bland thing. Beige. And then you yeah. just chuck a bunch of butter on it and then hope, and then have to cross your fingers. And yeah. Go. Yeah. Is I mean, a cheese toasty white or is that grilled cheese and maybe that's... A cheese toasty is a white thing that I like. And they are good. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, like a cheesy nice naan bread is a thing. It's yeah, not, totally. that's not that white, is it? Yeah. I mean, a cheesy naan bread is definitely something that's been created to satisfy a white palate. Yeah, right. it would normally just have, like, paneer cheese in it, wouldn't it? Not, yeah. Not, like, <laughs> well, paneer, paneer is actually the word for cheese. Yeah, but the... You mean goat's cheese or, or feta-style cheese. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but the really mild one that you just make from milk. Oh, my God, I know how to make it. I can't remember the name of it, but yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, they've yeah. just put tasty cheese in it for yes, white people. Yeah, for you guys. Yeah. yeah so they can make money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the money. Good, Even like, like what you said before, just throwing butter at things. Yeah. But, butter chicken, the whitest. Oh, totally. Indian, um, well, there's so many There's so many foods, like all, like Indian cuisine and, and Middle Eastern cuisine in the West. 
the the food has been morphed and and messed with to fit the white palate. So yeah. butter chicken is not a thing back home. Putting sweet chili on kebabs is not a thing <laughs> at home. Like oh, you know, like yeah. Yeah. there's all these things that happen here that have been created to satisfy the white palate so that they actually move units yeah. Yeah. regularly. Do you know what I quite like today? I was in Sandringham and I went through, I mean, Paradise is quite an operation, but oh, I went yeah. through their takeaway one. Yeah. Um, and they just weren't even trying to sell stuff to white people. And I was oh. like, this is great. Yeah, totally. They like, don't care. There was, no. I, there was no butter chicken and yeah, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. in there was coming in for their favourite Whatever yeah. their favorite dishes, and I was like, "This that's is why, so much better." That's why I love Sandringham so much mm. because it's the only place. Oh, maybe also uh, Dominion Road. Dominion Road and Sandringham are the two places in New Zealand, I think, where the people who are making the food, that the amount of pandering they have to do to the white majority is at a minimum. It yeah, still totally. exists, but it's at a minimum. Mm. And they are able to, to make money and survive and actually be successful in their businesses by mainly catering to the people of that... Origin, yeah. Yeah, of, 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 of that cultural background, which then means the food stays authentic, but it's still accessible to all, all cultures. If white people want to have authentic Indian food, mm. they can go to Sandringham and have totally. it, and that's awesome. Yeah, They should refuse to budge. Interestingly, though, I went to... A couple of there were a couple of Sri Lankan cafes. Yeah, there were a whole lot of Indian eateries. Yeah, um, and I was walking around like a white girl in my yoga pants, yeah. asking for the Pakistani food, and, and it wasn't there. No, all difficult to find. Yeah. So these biscuits, um, called super, yeah, uh, um, super Pakistani, and it, they just appear to be like a cardamom type, yeah, shortbread. Sure. Um. That was one thing. The other uh-huh. thing was um, you could get pre-sautéed spinach yeah. in a can uh-huh. that you can turn into a curry. So I did that. Yeah. That was vegetarian. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Was that, did they say that that was particularly Pakistani? Well, I think that she was a bit confused about whether I was asking for authentic Pakistani food or yeah. food that was produced in Pakistan. Right. Because I looked up the website on the can yes. of the spinach and... A lot of it was in English. But. Well, so that's, that that would probably act as a base for like sag. Yes. Or yeah. um, in, in Iran, we have um, gourmet sabzi, which is like our uh, Iranian version of sag. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, would, that can of spinach would act as the base for that. Do you know what I thought was cool that you talked about in the um, kitchen table that we yeah. came to was yeah. how your parents learnt to cook each other's cuisine or was it just your mother learnt to cook? Your father's family cuisine. Uh, no, so my mum knows how to cook Iranian food quite well. My dad doesn't know how to cook Pakistani food that well, but he can if he tries. What I what I th- I think you're referring to is they learn each other's languages fluently. Oh, yeah. So they right. can speak. My dad can speak fluent Urdu and pretty fluent Punjabi, which is the region that my mum's from. Mm-hmm. So he can speak her dialect, and then my mum can speak Farsi fluently and understand and piece together a basic conversation in Mozandarani, which is my dad's dialect. Wow. Mm. So they've learned each other's languages. It's very so romantic. Cool. Yeah. yeah Have it is you very learned romantic. any of their languages? Yeah. So I'm like, I would say I'm like 70% fluent in Farsi. Yeah. As soon as like Persian satellite TV comes on, I'm out. Like, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Too oh, fluent, right, yeah. too many big words. Yeah. Like if my grandma's watching like Persian news, I'm gone. Yeah. But I can hold more than a basic conversation. Like I can talk, I can have a, a pretty good conversation. And then Urdu, I'm like... 20%. Right. I can understand like 
things that my mum said to me when she was angry, like, you know, like get out of get get ready for school, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but beyond that, not really. Have you been back to Pakistan or Iran? Uh, Iran, I Thank can't you. go back to because of political slash religious reasons. Um, I'm a Baha'i. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, um, and I do. Yeah, and the Baha'i faith is cur- still... Anti-war. Is it anti-war? Mm, uh, I mean, I guess all religions are anti-war to mm. some degree. De- uh, uh, r- I mean, all religions are anti-war other than defend yourself if necessary. Right. But um, um, the Baha'i faith is still persecuted in Iran because oh. of the extremist viewpoints of the people at the top of the pile. Right. There's lots yeah. of Iranian Baha'is in New Zealand, aren't there? Well, yeah, there's quite a lot. Yeah, yeah there's quite a lot. In the <laughs> I was going to be like, do you know my friend Nura? Nura yeah. who? Tafi? Yeah, I do. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, not, it's not big enough for us to not know each other. Yeah. Yeah. We all know each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of wanted to ask because I was yeah. like, sure you don't hurt, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the 80s, like that's when my parents came to New Zealand. That's when the, the, the big exodus of Baha'is happened in Iran and they all left and... They went to New Zealand and Australia and America mm. and Canada and France and all the places where they wouldn't get put in prison yeah. for being Baha'is. Yeah. And oh. how would you, we'll go one at a time, how would you explain Pakistani food? Is it like wow. Indian food where it's a... Uh, uh, this biscuit, by the way, I've eaten it in Pakistan I'm liking times. this. Oh, is it, do you know what I was about to say? It's a yeah. really well done example of beige food, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's yummy beige food. <laughs> it's shitting food. all over that scone. See why people, it, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> This is full of um, fragrance and yeah. it's it's sweet but without yeah. being overwhelming. It is a yeah. great biscuit. It's a super biscuit. It's, it's, it's super a good biscuit. S O O P E R. Yeah. Does Pakistani cuisine change like Indian does as you move up and down the country? Yeah, definitely. It definitely changes where you are, but less than Indian. Indian, I think India is just a larger country and and more diversity within its population. The thing with Pakistan is that it's a country that was created out of Muslims. I mean, it's 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 so interesting. Like Muslims um, uh, uh, oppress Baha'i people in Iran, and then Muslims were oppressed by themselves in India. Like it's just so interesting the 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 dynamics of like different religious groups depending on the the leadership of the country so he, pakistan was built on the fact that pakistan muslim indians wanted a country where they weren't persecuted and mm-hmm. and and made to feel like second class citizens so the country has a has a much smaller um range of diversity in its population so the diversity is there but it's a lot of like it's a lot of um um uh, Forms of biryani, so that's very common, like in big mm. cauldrons, mm-hmm. like lots of biryanis made in like those big cauldrons. Delicious. Yeah, so um, lots of lamb biryani, buffalo biryani. And fish, eh? Not so much fish. Oh. There's certain oh, regions of Pakistan where fish is super popular. Okay. But the region that my mum is from, it's right on the border of India and water is not very close to right. anywhere my mum grew up in. So fish is not a super common thing. Okay. It's a lot of like lamb and beef and and buffalo. Um, I love the way fruit's been incorporated into yeah, the savory meals big as well. Time, I yeah. came down from a lot of apricots. China mm-hmm. down the Krakram Highway mm-hmm. into um, the Hunza Valley mm. and there's just apricot trees yeah. everywhere. It's all Plum drying trees. on the roof yeah, 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 and yeah. gets thrown into curry and yeah, it's big so delicious. Time. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, lots of fruit. And then when I went to my, when I go and visit my family, I think I'll be going next year, my family um, uh, live in a village 
and um, the village. I mean, relative to Pakistan, the village is small, but relative to New Zealand, the village is gigantic. Um, but there's a lot of um, split peas and a lot of um, lentils and a lot of potato. So that's quite the staple. Not too much rice. Rice is more for like um, special occasions, especially in the village that my family's from. But it's a lot of lentils. It's a lot of split peas. It's a lot of potato, and it's a lot of peas. I can't go. Pa- I no. can't go past Pakistan without mentioning cricket. Yeah, and uh, yes, the That's nickname fair. for Inzamamul Haq, yeah. my, my nemesis, was yeah. Alu. Because your nemesis, yeah, yeah. why is Inzamamul Haq your nemesis? I was a six-year-old boy yeah. at the 1992 <laughs> World Cup semi-final. Did he pull the at you? No, he he hit sixty runs off like twenty-five balls broke his little and heart. Yeah. broke my heart. Oh, crushed it! And Martin Crow's heart and Rod oh. Latham's heart. Yeah, but yeah, so I really love that. He's so fat and round that his nickname was Alu. Yeah. I was just thinking about the that you couldn't find anything called Pakistani food in Sandringham. Like in the UK, I yeah. think a lot of the curry houses are Pakistani, yeah. but yeah. maybe you just don't, because it's more like the region and like say Brick Lane is all, in London is all Bengali, Bangladeshi, yeah. but you could, they kind of just call it Bengali rather than the thing is, specifying, because the they're all quite new countries, I guess. So yeah, it's not really, and I yeah. think just like... The, the migration patterns from those areas to yeah. New Zealand is way... Again, the diversity of those migration patterns are way smaller yeah. than the, the UK. Yeah. So many South Asians go to the UK, yeah. whereas here, I just don't think there's enough Pakistanis yeah. to warrant spending money on a business where you serve, whether it's packaged or whether it's cooked, spending money on a business where you make or serve Pakistani food just mm. doesn't seem worth it. Yeah. There's just not enough Pakistanis here. Um, so yeah, I'm not surprised that there wasn't yeah. a lot of Pakistani I did food. get the um, lamb kebab yeah. mints yes. from the halal butcher in Sandringham. Yeah. So he's got limited stuff. Yeah. yeah. And well, he said that was Pakistani? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Specifically those spices. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. Well, another thing that I think makes Sandringham special yeah. is that the community lives on the back doorstep as well. Yeah, 100%. It's not just a... Um, you know, a, a Chinatown, and yeah. in, in quote marks, defined by its um, restaurant offering. It's, yeah. it's a. It is a South Asian it, community. Yes, yeah. and and that's why I love the supermarkets. Yeah, yeah have all yeah. those specialty cuisines, yeah. and there are things that you just can't find anywhere else in Auckland that yeah. are just available there. Yeah, and it's a community that looks after each other as yeah, well, which time. I love. Yeah, uh, yeah, I truly love that area, and. And I just have like such fond memories because my parents live in Christchurch now, but I grew up in Auckland. They only moved to Christchurch recently, um, and I grew up in Auckland, so I have like fond memories of. We lived in the North Shore, but we would drive to Sandringham so that my mum could buy really? what she needed to cook properly. You know, like you can't get it at Food Town, yeah. you know, or like Big Fresh. Food Town <gasps> is love a, Big Fresh. A, a blast from yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, but those were the Glenfield um, grocery stores back yeah. when I was a kid. And now they're both gone. Both gone. They don't exist. And Sandringham is still alive. Yes. <laughs> so, Suck it, Big Fresh. Sophie's yeah. serving <laughs> us up some <laughs> Pakistani food that she's made, but uh, it's making Amazing. me really anxious. So is this is this to the, get the tadi? Yeah. Yeah. Should we should we eat it? Should we cross cultures? Yeah, let's cross cultures. Yeah, let's do it. I want to see. I want to see if what? the letters worked. This that's a beautiful analogy for my life growing Isn't up. It? Mm. Because the, all the food that I ate growing up was cross cultured. My mum would make some Pakistani food, some Persian food, and then like slam it yeah. together. Oh, it's your life in a, in a on a plate. A, on a plate. Keep you talking while I'm gone. Okay. Hey. So what have we got here, Sophie? Sophie served us up 
So um, is this is this from the spinach can that you bought? So yes, spinach but then I can. turned it into like um, a, a, I used a Pakistani recipe. Yeah, for amazing. A, um, sag. Yeah, cool. Mm. Yeah, Pakistani sag is Pakistani sag is a little bit different to um, Indian sag in that, and this is based on my experience of tasting both. I feel like Pakistani sag is a little bit thicker and a little bit oilier. Yeah, I was okay. surprised actually about yeah. how thick. It Thick and oily it was. Yeah, and that's how we like it. But less, um, less spices than I was expecting. It's co- yep. uh, coriander, fresh garlic and ginger. Yeah. Um, fresh onion. Yeah. But um, only turmeric, chili, and coriander. Yeah. And it's way more Pakistani sag or Pakistanis. I feel treat sag less as like a primary curry mm. and more. No, I wouldn't say side dish. Yeah. But more as like a complementary like flavor yeah, adder. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and I thought it was kind of interesting that you could get the spinach in the way that you can in the can, yeah. pre-done. But it's actually quite genius because yeah. the problem with you would need for the piece of you know the tablespoon of curry that's on your plate, yeah, you would need a kilo of spinach to yeah. produce that because yeah, totally. they've squeezed all the water out. Yeah. The only thing that's in it um, was salt and spinach in the can. Well, spinach is quite inexpensive and easy to, to yeah. produce. Yeah, but people just don't know to squeeze the water out of it yeah, properly. Right. And white people <laughs> probably yeah, yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. that. And so you can lose a lot of the flavor. Yeah. And it was quite strong. It tasted quite strongly of spinach. Yeah. Mm. All right. So, Pax, can you please tell us how to accurately pronounce the name of this Persian rice dish? So it's uh, it's called tadig. And tah means bottom. And dig means pot. So this is not actually a dig. We've this used the incorrect. Yeah, pop. this is. Yeah, I'm blanking. I'm blanking on on what we call this in Farsi, but I mean, there's a Farsi word for pan, and this is more like a pan. But dig is like the bigger kind of like a pot that you would cook stew in. Okay. But we cook rice in it. Right. Right. So like a non-stick stew pot. I don't have one of those. Yeah. So it's quite. It's quite tall. A lot of white people would l- cook stews inside it, and it's non-stick, same material as this. See, we cook stews in non-non-stick, in cast iron normally. So what would you what would you use a non-stick pot for? I don't have one. Wow, fascinating. Mm. Um, I actually realized that today, because yeah. we were talking about it, and I was like, couldn't you just use a cast iron pot? No. But no. No, 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 no. Well, we're about to see how well this one works. Yeah, I'm very interested. Um, so um, tell, tell us what makes this special, because it it's, it is just rice, but... Yes. Is that crispy, but it's, is that yeah. crispy outer layer? Yeah, it's cooked. It's it's cooked. So people, a lot of people think that tadir is made by just cooking it for on really high temperature. But it's actually um, the the best way to cook tadir is to. So how did you make this rice? What was the process of making the rice? So this is um, Sami Nusrat's uh, recipe. The yeah. author of. Salt, fat, heat, acid. I can never I, remember what... Salt, fat, acid, heat. Salt, fat, acid, heat. I can never remember which order it goes in. Yes. So we um, initially cooked the rice to al dente. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then mixed in the herbs. Uh, we cooked the rice in water with turmeric in it. Yes, so it's only par Yes. And then built a layer around the outside of the dig. Yep. D. Uh, with what is it with white people not being able to do <laughs> uh, I get confused because there's a G there. They <laughs> yeah, you guys. <laughs> you know something's not yucky. Don't do it like something's yuck. Do it again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
So then we made a crust. Yeah, there you go. With rice mixed with yogurt. Oh, mm. okay. This is new. And then um, put the uh, rest of the rice back on. Mm. And cooked it on a really low heat and a mm-hmm. lot of butter and oil. Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. And now we're about to try and flip it. Flip it out of the Ooh. pan. Okay. Do you literally flip it? Uh-huh. Oh, I see. This is not going to work. This is going <laughs> oh to go everywhere. I guarantee you it's going to go everywhere. Do you, have a, do you have a platter? Like a larger platter? Yeah, I think we need to make sure that if you do it, it's not going to move. The, the platter needs to be bigger than this. <laughs> just for starters. Yeah, or it's going to go everywhere. That's just flipping food over 101. <laughs> I feel like this is going to fit perfectly in there. Ooh. Simon Day, you're making just us do it. Just do it. Should just I just do fucking it. do it? <laughs> Is Simon drunk? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Shit. Come Maybe. on. <laughs> Maybe. Fuck the haters. <laughs> this is fantastic. They're gonna hate. I think that the I think I think that the reason yeah. that that has been a success first time round is potentially due to the yogurt rice trick being like a hack. Yeah, interesting. Is that right? I've never heard of yogurt rice Some on the bottom. Uh, yeah. This is her mum's recipe. Yeah. Oh, is it? I mean, here's the thing. Iran is such a big place. Yeah. And there's so many regions and so many ways of cooking things that one dish will have multiple ways and multiple tricks that yes. other regions don't know about. Mm. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not surprised that there's a method that I don't know about. Yeah, we had a story it about good. it in the food section from Shabnam Das. How do you pronounce her last name? Das Reb or something yeah, like okay. that. Um, <laughs> about good try, Alice. Thank you. About Tadir mm. and. Nice. Yeah, she said, you know, there's the ones that have spaghetti in, that her grandma does one with spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, there's spaghetti yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. Also, um, one where they have a flatbread. Yep, yep, there's flatbread, potato. there's potato. Yeah, the, potato yeah, the layers of good. potato. Layers of sliced potato. I'm into that. Yeah, They'll very be, um, thinly sliced. So this is, this is kind of like breaking the brulee, right? Yeah, it is, very Ooh, much so. Okay. It's Simon, I'm One thing I have to acknowledge that it looks, pretty it's, good. It looks amazing, but it's not quite as hard as I'd like. Right. So, yeah, can I touch it? Yeah, so I think, yeah, it's too soft. Ooh. It's not crispy. But It looks time, like it's going to be crispy, but is it not? No, I can already tell by touching Maybe it. Maybe too much oil? I don't know. I think yeah, too much soggy. yogurt. Right. I think, too much, I think the yogurt might have made it soggy. Because the thing that we do, the, the, my method is, or um, my mum's method and dad's method, I should say. <laughs> Let's be honest. Not my method. <laughs> is, um, is exactly what you guys did. Get it to al dente. Mm. Did you drain the rice yeah, into and, a strainer? Yeah, and yep. cold water. Yeah, drain it, rinse, rinse it off it. with cold water. Then I layer, and then I lay just a layer of um, olive oil on the bottom of the dish. Yeah, we did and, butter and oil. Yeah, wow. And then, <laughs> and then salt, salt it quite. Um, ah, we didn't do that. Quite um, generously, and then pour it on top. So I think what you just put all the rice in at once, yeah, and the crispiness on your one comes from just the rice being cooked long and slow over so, time. So, so initially, it's once you put the rice back in after you've drained it, you put, you turn it up to like maximum heat. Oh, so it's on maximum heat. You make sure it's it's blisteringly hot, and that first six to seven minutes is what crisps up the rice. Oh yeah, we did that, and then you finish, and then you turn it down to like one. Yeah. So like close to off or maybe one and a half 
and then you leave it for ages. So you want to initially cook the bottom of the rice so it's crispy. Then when you turn it to one, that's the process of the actual rice itself getting steamed. Steamed, So yeah. that it's fluffy and... And we had to poke six holes in it. Yeah. You do that too. Yeah, and yeah. then tea towel and the lid. Yeah, so cover the lid with a tea towel and put it on top so that the tea towel soaks up the moisture and the moisture doesn't fall back into the rice. Yeah, right. So I think the methods aren't that different. No, Other very, than, you're okay. right, the... Our rice would have been wetter because yes. of the yogurt that was on it. Yours would have just fried straight off. Yes. And also up. we haven't actually cooked it for the full 45 minutes, have we, Simon? It's close, but we... Um, Maybe the last 10 impatient. minutes I wanted to serve dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I, I really the last suffer from minutes. that in the kitchen. I get impatient with, yeah. with my food. And yeah. I, oh, I need another hour. Oh, David you know, does that. those beef short ribs need another hour. Hate, I hate it when I do it. And so the crispy bit... Guys, mm. there's chutney. We're not eating the chutney. The crispy Ooh. bit is, is served to the guests, the special guests, right? Yes. The and, guests, the, and the elders. The guests... I, I haven't heard elders. Okay. But I know the guests. Definitely guests get first pick of tadi. It's rude for the hosts to just grab tadi straight away. <coughs> As our guest, I'd like to serve you some... Uh, the crispiest part. That's not actually true. I just agreed with it, so I get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame. <laughs> it's definitely... Um, yeah, it looks really also, good. Also, is this a new year? I read somewhere this was a new year celebration. What is? Tadir. This dish. Mm, tadir is like an all-the-time thing. Mm. Oh. Yeah. When I was in Iran... throwing you a party. Uh, yes. I got it all the time. Yeah, it's, it's all the time. Even, I, it, like, not all the time when you're just at home... Like, it's a hassle to make all the time when you're at home. But it's like, whenever you have guests, it doesn't have to be New Year. Whenever guests are over, Tadi is on So you're menu. not whipping it up on a Monday night, but nah. you don't need a reason to. You don't need a reason. You can do, if you want to whip it up on a Monday night, there's no issues. Okay. Yeah. It's not as crispy as I'd like, but I have to be honest that I'm pretty proud of it. It looks spectacular. Hey. Hey, look, Simon, for a I couple of, not much to do For with a it. bunch of white people <laughs> yeah. Yeah. cooking my culture's food, you've done pretty well. Simon's actually um, racially ambiguous from this day <laughs> yeah, yeah, forward. Yeah, true, so true, true. He, he can exclude himself from white people. Yeah, it's a little too soft. And I can or, I can see the yogurt. Do you see that? Mm. Yeah. Do you see that? Look, we'll just have I to have it up with really Sami Nosrat. Yeah. I think it might. you might have maybe used too much yogurt. Mm. Because I would be I very cautious. I just made the shit scones. I'd be very cautious to question a Persian mum's recipe. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know, but it said three tablespoons. Good. Very, do you, do you very throw herbs in it? Like we Salt would be good. Yeah, you can. See, the thing is, rice is such a central part of Persian cuisine. Oh my god, it dribbled. That um, <laughs> that um, there's so many kinds of rice. There's bokhali polo. There's Zeresh polo. There's and these are, I'm just naming different kinds of rice. Polo means rice, right. and so there's so there's like there's rice with I don't know I I don't know what you call um bogali in English, but it's a type of bean. It's a green bean. Bogali, um, broad bean, broad bean. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. there's broad bean rice. There's carrot rice. Mm-hmm. There's dried raisin rice. Yeah. Oh. There's tomato rice. There's so like there's so many different kinds of rice. Um, Would you ever just have steamed basmati? No, never, yeah, it just never, makes it seem really mm, shit, doesn't yeah, it? When you can do all the jazz. With it. I love just, that it oh, no, treats no. rice as like the star, you know, not just a, rice is definitely the star, yeah. which is why diabetes is really high in our culture. But um, well, um, could be sorry to bring down the mood, but um, <laughs> but um, it's a shame. I, I misunderstood your question. We would have just normal basmati rice, mm. white basmati rice. I thought you meant just with basmati what? rice on its own, but we would have it with um choresht, which is what. Khoresht is 
I guess you would call it stew. Yeah. Khorisht is... Um, did you ever have khorisht when you were in Iran? I can't remember. I had... What I would have all the time... Yes. ...was uh, beautiful kebab yeah. over the coals. Yeah. Pulled off the... Um, yeah. You know, you break it apart with the bread, with... Uh, the sikh. And Pull it the off tomatoes. The, mm-hmm. the grilled tomatoes. And when were you in Iran? I was in Iran in 2011. Right. Yeah. So that's the traditional Persian barbecue. Yeah. Another thing I uh, was reminded of, hadn't thought about mm. until you talked about it at uh, that evening, was the sunflower seeds. Mm. We, um, I caught a train from Istanbul mm-hmm. to Tehran. Mm-hmm. Four days on a train. Mm-hmm. Made um, <laughs> the most amazing friends with all these Iranian uh, people. Because Turkey's the only place they can go on holiday mm-hmm. because of immigration restrictions. Yeah. Um, it was really interesting to see the young women uh, when we were in Turkey, you know, nail polish on, makeup yeah. on, um, their headscarves off, just, yeah. you know, having a good time. And as they got close to the board, everything goes. Yeah. And it's just, it just wasn't a problem. Yeah. It was just the different yeah. uh, needs of the yeah. different cultures. Yeah. But uh, we're the, um, I'll never forget the Football World Cup was on. Wow. And there was this tiny little TV in the eating cart of the train. Um, and we were just splitting sunflower seeds, mm-hmm. throwing the casing on the ground, mm-hmm. building mountains of these things while trying to, yeah. someone had their hand out the window with the aerial trying yeah. to watch the football. That's it was, amazing. It was the weirdest way to spend four days. And I, I loved it. What a cool experience. Mm. Yeah. Sunflower seeds are a, a, a big part of, um, Persian culture. There's multiple different kinds of seeds, but sunflower seeds are one of the bigger ones. Yeah. Every night, every night when my dad's at home, to this day, he'll be watching something. He'll be watching like Seven Sharp or whatever. And, and, um, or, um, listening or the project to, when his son's on it. Yeah, going, I'm funnier than that guy. Why is he on TV? <laughs> but, um, but, um, he just loves watching those adrenaline shows too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cursing. <laughs> the amazing it. race. But um, yeah, every night there's like a mountain of sunflower seeds next to him. And where does he put them? Just uh, on a plate or in a cup. Yeah. He loves to get the biggest cup he can find in the house and try and fill it before he has to go to bed with the shell of the sunflower seeds. Yeah, I'm seed. into that. But, yeah. That's a good thing. It's like a, a little challenge shout. for himself. I like doing the, um, you know, well, you can do it with pistachio nuts. Yeah. You can, any, any, it's just a nice sort of yeah. mindless snack, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Just graze like an animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that's so cool that your dad does that, isn't it? Because it's um, distinctive to him. And yeah, totally. Well, every time it's distinctive someone... to like lots of no, Persian yeah, dads. Yeah, I mean in your life. Yeah. So, you know, when you when you think about that. Um, can I say, this tadir is like a six and a half out of ten. Oh. But, but hold, <laughs> but hold, hold. The actual star of the show is the rice itself. Mm. The rice itself is like an 8.9 out of 10. Mm. Do you know where I bought that rice from? Where? The whitest place in the world. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. Farah. Can you guess? Oh, I was going to Farah. The thing is, I don't think it's super important what kind of rice you buy. It's the technique and the way you do it. I think you guys have nailed the rice. The we rice try is and like, encourage people right, to buy as, the aged bed though. I thought you were referring to the entire dish as a six and a half. No, 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 no. The tadir itself is a the crust? Yeah, yeah. It's not quite there. It's a little too soft. Flavor's good. 
Um, Let's take that very middle bit. That's, that's it must yeah. be a pan <laughs> issue, right? Simon's like, I'd like you to review that, please. <laughs> middle bit, middle bit takes me up to a seven and a half. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah. But also, I think I think I get a bonus point at some point along the journey yeah. for, for that flip. Yeah, mm. okay, for, be- for believing in, in my camera. ability to get that yeah. out. Eight and a half, thank you. I can, <laughs> I can see why Pax, why you put um, salt at the bottom mm-hmm. before the rice Definitely goes on. Definitely salt, yeah. Because the crust, if you're going to make that the celebration of the dish or the yeah. best part or whatever, it needs to, to be, be seasoned. Yeah. yeah. And some weird, I don't know how this happens, I guess the evaporation of the steam, but the salt runs through the rice. Mm. Like mm. when it's at the bottom in like a pool of oil mm. <laughs> and you heat it up and it starts to evaporate yeah. and get steamy, it's as if the salt gets pulled through the rice once mm. it steams up, you know? Mm. I don't know if that's actual science and if that actually happens. But I I'm feel, convinced. I feel like it does. Yeah. I'd like to just take this moment to compare what we just ate then, yes. the lamb kebab, the tadir. <laughs> yeah. To scones Even and the bloody cardamom sa- scones and cucumber sandwiches, you know? <laughs> However... <laughs> Hey, but let's be honest. Let's be honest. Scones and cucumber sandwiches are not the pinnacle of white people. Food. No, and they're not supposed to be eaten at this time of day. You know, they're kind of a. You're a morning tea. Maybe you'd put these things up okay, against I'll, I'll a com- roast chicken. Would that be like a? But, you know, when you see chefs interviewed a lot, it's like, what's your death row meal? They all say, yeah, a roast chicken. I mean, I'm totally. I'm what? not here to defend scones. Yeah. You know, I actually. Well, it feels like you are. Right? I did it. Yeah. Well, I feel <laughs> like, like someone has why to. Put on this yeah. I feel like that's what you've been doing someone since I met to. you. <laughs> but they def- I mean, they don't compare to a delicious meal of Iranian. And well, that's yeah. what I was saying. You, you know? need to compare like for like. Yeah. Yes. But, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the so cardamom so- shortbread I was a lot better generally than the scone. And agree that, sure. that brown food's better than white food for sure. <laughs> Well, I think that do you know what I think? I'm willing to betray my race. I think the history and the complexity of flavour is just an enormous advantage. Hey, and just like people, some people are good at certain things and bad at other things. And same for cultures. Some cultures are great at certain things Mm, and bad at other things. Like white people suck at food, (laughs) great at. Colonizing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew true. that was going to be something backhand. That's they are good at. They so are good at going into countries and fucking them up. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's a skill. Yeah, that's yeah. hard to do. You've got to be brave to do that. Yeah, you've got to be fucking arrogant. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, uh, so you reckon like for like is um roast chicken? Well. I was thinking about this being a meal, like we're basically comparing. Sure, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Curry. Yeah, that makes sense. With like what what white people may mm-hmm. eat at dinner at an equally. At I mean, the only white people food that I like as much as brown people food. Yeah. Would be Scones. Italian food. Oh yeah, I was oh, going to yeah. say we need to talk about pasta. And at some they're point. Yeah. Italians. Are that's white a, people. That's a fair point. Yeah. So would you? So here's the thing. Do you guys claim, like, Greeks and Italians and stuff? Well, I mean, I don't really go around claiming anyone to my, you know, I'm not like, I'm not. That's what you white, guys are good at. I'm not some sort of white <laughs> pride. <laughs> weird. You're always doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, true. I think that maybe I, um, it's more like the Celtic roots now, of the people in this country Anglo-Saxon that you're referring to, food is probably what you're referring to, yes. which is fucking grim, yeah. you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apart from scones. Yeah. yeah. Anglo-Saxons are the pinnacle of white people. Yeah. When I went to um, cooking school in Ireland, people were buzzing out that anyone in Ireland could cook because Mm. it's famously the food in that region is so terrible. Mm. Is that haggis? British food. Sorry, my ignorance. Scottish. No, that's That's Scottish. Scottish. I had, and 
we can talk about this for last meal. It wasn't my best one. I had vegetarian haggis in Scotland. It wasn't great. It was all right. Is it still haggis? A, what's a normal haggis? It's like a stomach of the stomach. pig. Pig cool. stomach. Some sort of stomach. That sounds cool. Sheep yeah. stomach, maybe? Yeah. I think it's a sheep. There's, there's, I, like, there's stuff like that in Iranian culture. I was getting this mm. pocha. Oh, is that the sheep head? Yeah. My yeah. boxing trainer was telling me about yeah, that this yeah. morning. He was yeah. like, my favourite. I was like, we should have got you on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, he cool. drives a white Mercedes. <laughs> um, he's got really bushy eyebrows and a real shaved head. Anyway, yeah. he was saying this morning. He's sounds like, my, like the most Persian guy I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds like me. Hi, Armin. Um, he was saying that his favourite um, Persian dish that yeah. his grandmother makes is yeah. the whole sheep's head. And he explained yeah. how you Kale clean pocha, it. And you yeah. clean oh, it like teeth and everything. And then you... Boil it overnight, tea. and yeah, it's served like a stew. I'm going to be 100% honest. It's an acquired taste. <laughs> yeah. When you go at it initially, it's confronting. That's what I said to him. I was like, sounds like one you'd have to get to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. If you're not used to it, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I got offered it when I was like seven, and I was like, nah, dog. Yeah, like, that's yeah. challenging for a seven-year-old. Yeah. Especially because it was my pet goat that I'd raised. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! Yeah. Did he have? A, did he have? He or she have a name? Um, uh, he he did. Sorry, I'm away from the mic. I'm just taking my jacket off. He did before you ate him. Yeah, he did, but I've, oh. I've completely forgotten Thank that. You. That's what your brain does to trauma. Yeah, I've completely forgotten his name. Yeah. But I have photos. I have photos of me like feeding him with a bottle, and, like me and my dad petting oh my him. <laughs> and then you ate his head. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to know where your food comes from. It's a nice yeah. kid story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should start transitioning into leaving because I have to go home. It's very late at night. Yeah. Can I ask one more? Six forty p.m. Pax, do you have if you had to choose? Yeah. Is there a cuisine? of either of your parents' heritage that you prefer to the other. Do you love your mum more or your dad? (laughs) (laughs) I love my mum more. Oh, my God. But I love my dad's cuisine more. Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's not because... That's not because I don't. I think I haven't spent enough time with Pakistani food. My Pakistani culture. I'm not super connected to it because my Pakistani family mostly still live in Pakistan. Yeah. And so I don't interact with them. No, I can go to Pakistan. I can't go to Iran. But the thing is, because Iranians left Iran, like the majority of my uh, of my Iranian family has left, and a bunch of them are here. Mm. So my grandparents are here, my uncles here, my auntie was here, which she left recently, Um, and uh, my great uncles here. Like a lot, a bunch of people are here. So there's a community that you're yeah. And so growing up, every second weekend we were at we were at one of the family members' houses Mm. as a family get together having. Tadir and all the different stews in Persian culture and all the different Persian food. So I have a much closer connection to Persian food, um, whereas Pakistani food is more of... Uh, it was a novelty to me when I tried it. Interestingly, I found it really hard to find an Iranian restaurant in Auckland. Yeah. There's one called Rumi. which Where's is that? That's yeah. in Parnell? I think it's in Parnell. Right. It's one of the more um, traditional Persian places. Cool. I think it's the most traditional Persian place. Cool. Is it coals and fanning them down? Totally, and totally. I don't think I don't think you see that. I think that's happening in the back. But when I taste the kebab, it definitely tastes like that. But then not only that, they have the stuff outside of the traditional Persian barbecue. Just the Persian stews and our version of sag. Awesome. They have that. And um, again, like you said in Pakistan. In Iran, fruit is a massive deal in 
in um, Persian. Yeah, when Simon mm. said that before, I was thinking, don't you mean the Iranian food? It's both. both. There are regions of Pakistan that do that, and then I'd say all of Iran does that. God, you've got such good snacks at your family yeah, functions. Yeah, yeah, I used yeah, to always yeah. like good talk to Nura on a Monday. We used yeah. to work together and I'd be like, tell me what you ate in the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any sort of family gathering. It's yeah. like the food blows your mind. Yeah. This might not be something that's migrated with yeah. Iranian refugees. Yeah. But the thing I loved yes. in Iran was soft serve. Ooh. Oh, it's definitely migrated. Oh, great. Is that an Iranian so, thing? They love soft serve. Obsessed. Yeah. That's fascinating. Obsessed. My dad is a healthy boy now, so he doesn't, he doesn't have the to. What's flavor? They just love plain. vanilla plain soft serve. Oh, my God, I love Persian that. men are obsessed with soft serve. <laughs> it's extra sweet, though, as well. Like, it's yeah. so good. And, and so, a lot of the time, they'll just drizzle a bunch of rose water on top of it. Okay. Oh, yeah. But... So my dad and my uncle, like many Middle Eastern men when they came to New Zealand, were taxi drivers for a long time because mm-hmm. it's the easy thing to do. And yeah. um, it was just like my dad's car was filled with the, you know, the little paper wrapper at the bottom of the McDonald's soft serve that you pull off the <laughs> yeah. phone. And then yeah. My dad's passenger seat was filled <laughs> with McDonald's <laughs> paper wrapper soft serves because they love it. They just go to McDonald's and they get the soft serve. It's not quite the same as it is in Iran, but it's close enough. Did you, So your dad drove a taxi? Yeah, he did for quite a while. He yeah. would have been quite down with our... Um you know when you try to get the taxi driver to go through McDonald's drive-thru yeah, on totally. the way home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, shout me a soft yeah, yeah, serve and yeah, I'm yeah. in. Yeah, yeah totally. My favourite uh, McDonald's drive-thru memory with a taxi driver is I probably ordered a, a cheeseburger combo or something. Yeah. And the guy handed over Family Feast. I had like... Six burgers. What? Four that was with you. And you I, was, I was on my. No, no, no. They gave me the wrong order. Uh. I was like, thank you, drive, bro, and I'll give you two burgers. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just out of there with so Another much. Another Simon Day stealing it's a food classic story. Simon yeah. Day story. Yeah, you can't stop stealing food, eh? No. It's part yeah. of you. Yeah. It's, it is. Mm, it's a problem. <laughs> uh, Simon and I had Mr. Whippy the other day. How was that? It's delicious. I literally hadn't had one for probably 20 I got, years. I got at least. taught about the sherbet, Mr. Whippy. Yeah, yeah. fuck, that it's was good. So good. Shout really? out Alice Whistler It's like a little bit sour yeah. buzz to your cuts sweet. Through the Hang on, is this on top of the ice cream or is the ice nice. cream yeah, it's like sherbet? Covered, it covers covered it in sherbet. In a, wow. It's yeah. yum. Mr. Whippy. That's babe. jazzy, eh? Mm. What a legend. Yeah. You can make like. 120k as a Mr. Whippy driver? No. I, no, I think yeah. you could in the heyday. I don't think that's... This was, so this was based on a story a colleague wrote about five years ago. Oh, and they were still making mm. good cash. Soft serve has become woke, though. Like, there's some trend overseas for cool soft serve that I think Sam Flynn Scott or someone who would know was telling me about. There's it. an ice cream truck in New York that serves breast milk ice cream. Oh. Yum. Mm. <laughs> wow. I had some breast milk recently, and I really liked what? it. Did you? Yeah. You would. That's a good segue you into your it? announcement, no. Simon. <laughs> That's a great segue into yeah. your announcement, Simon. What would you like to tell the listeners this week? Uh, my wife is pregnant with twins. So it's really nice having all of you on this uh, journey with us. Last episode, Sophie uh, announced her pregnancy. Amazing. Under jury. Yeah. Who knows what Alice will announce next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like, I've got some new beer to try. <laughs> well, you have been away. Yeah, I've been away. So cool. yeah, having, having twins. Thank you. Do you have kids? No, this uh, is uh, this is the first. Yeah. So wait, whose breast milk were you drinking? <laughs> well, I don't really want to know. I think it was my sister-in-law's. Oh, I can't, you can't remember. remember. <laughs> That's mm. weird, man. Um, I'm uh, almost certain it was Caitlin's. 
Are you are you um one and done? Considering you have two straight off the bat. I think my wife's family is trying to convince her to have more, but I'm going to go and get uh, sterilized behind their back. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, just go get just go get a bunch of stats about how it's like immoral to have more than two children. Well, you Climate guys, change. you know, yeah. you guys, because <laughs> Sophie's pregnant too. Of course, you're just overpopulating the how earth. How many kids do you have? Zero. So this is your first. Yeah. Are you one and done? Don't know yet. If that felt like a a good thing to do to that one kid, then maybe, yeah. But I figured, I, I somehow feel obliged to the first one to have a second one. But I did think the other day, my sister actually had one six months ago, so you could just raise them together. Yeah, and that's, siblings. well, it's like my nieces and nephews, they're all kind of interchangeable. Yeah. I don't know which one belongs to which sister. Who, how many of you are only children? No. None of you? Yeah, only children are weird. Yeah, eh? totally right? weird. They're so weirdos. weird. That's why we're I wouldn't want to do creeps. it to the first one. Yeah. That's why I secretly <laughs> hoped that there were two in there. <laughs> How many how have you has, got, Pax? Huh? How and many have you got, children? Children, two. And how has that, that changed what you eat? He told us he had shepherd's pie for breakfast. Oh, no, right. no, it's mashed potatoes. Oh, oh yeah. Mashed potatoes breakfast With kai tai fire on top. Yeah, yeah. That's the main life change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's, um, it's just made making complex good food harder. Mm. Just don't have enough time. Mm. Both, you know... Especially in Auckland, most couples, both parents work. Mm-hmm. Not all couples, but most parents. Um, so you're juggling that and then you're juggling kids. It's just hard to like make a good meal that you all sit down together to eat. Totally. That's the only thing that's changed, which is actually a big thing. But yeah. So have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks to be you guys. Enjoy the tadik while you can. Yeah. So we'll roll through our essential uh, segments. I actually meant to put these as part of season two, put these at the top so that they don't feel like... Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Uh, ...leftover yeah. children. But we just got into the conversation yeah. too quickly. So next time, we'll start with our cooking tips, Cook's Corner. Yeah. I've got... Um, I finally cracked crackling. On oh. on Sunday, oh, good one. I just I'd never been able to do great crackling. Yeah, just well, it was always a bit chewy. Some, never it's, quite. it's difficult to consistently be good at, right? Like sometimes you're as surprised as everyone else that it's great. Well, I invested a lot of time in this one. What, I started by pouring boiling water over the pork belly mm-hmm. and just watching the skin contract and become tight and really really tense and strong Mm -hmm. it felt like a good start then i let it dry for ages i put heaps of salt on it and it was interesting because the salt sucked all the moisture out and i had to keep dabbing it down i could see the moisture appearing on the surface so let it dry all day blasted it to start with then let it sit there then turn it right back down and then finish what was it attached to it was attached to a belly right so i cooked it for about five hours in total but 30 minutes under heaps of heat and then finished under the grill. And it was, mm. I pulled it out and knocked on it and I wish my tadi had sounded like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice work, Si. And nice. second tip, crack your eggs on a flat surface. What? Yeah. What? As opposed to what the edge of a saucepan. Oh. S- smack it on the flat oh, bench okay. and it, it works I'm going to try that and the egg is going to go everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you, Simon Day. It's it's it works a treat. But it works fine for me on the edge of a bowl. What's the name of the uh, guy who directed the li- the new Lion King? John Bridges. Farm, not John Bridges. <laughs> he taught me that in his chef show. Oh, on that Farman. guy, John. Um, Favre- no, Johnny Farman. Oh. You're the first trainer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's John Farman. Yeah. <laughs> so those are take those tricks home. They're good. Good tricks. Um, any tricks? Um, any, ki- any cooking for kids tricks? Cooking for kids. Yes, um, Simon and I have got some learning to do. Yeah. Um, 
Kids love. Oh well, this is what we do. Um, my daughters have had some um, constipation problems <laughs> because <laughs> sounds like Simon Day chat. Yeah, because um, we've been struggling to get fiber into them regularly because uh, they just want salty beige beige things. Yeah. They just want um. Uh, as much carbs as they can get. They'd like a cheese scone, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. they'd love a cheese scone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so kids are like the whitest people alive because they've got their taste buds and all. Yeah, even oh. brown kids are even white brown people. Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah white That's people it. are just grown. <laughs> well, everyone's a grown kid. Anyway, um, smoothies. Yeah, oh, right. Fun coloured smoothies, blue smoothies, pink smoothies, cool smoothies that secretly have fibery things in them. Nice. Oh, good what idea. do you put in the smoothies? Do the, do the berries count? Not really. It's like spinach, yeah. um, but then you just overpower it with like blueberries. Mm, or um, you get um, one that my kids really love is like a really milky smoothie with, um, I always forget what it's called, something bran. It's like the cereal that's really fibrous. All bran. All bran. So you get all bran and then milk and then blueberries. Yeah. And they don't know that they're having like a grainy cereal. Milk cere- shake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're actually having a cereal milkshake that's really high in fiber. Oh. So if you need hiding what you want to put give to your kids in a colourful smoothie is a really good idea. Good Great shout. My cousin that- gets constipated and he just has kiwi fruits. Yeah. yeah, yeah shout out good. to you, Josh. <laughs> Josh <laughs> the man. Actually, shout Josh. <laughs> I, this weekend, my sister was very concerned because my niece, Thea, who's yeah. four, was constipated but had just done some little poos that were green, bright green, because yeah, she'd okay. been to a birthday party and eaten a lot of green icing. Oh, right. Yeah, so I'll suggest that to her. But yeah, then actually should... I cooked... I helped Thea. Thea and I made banana loaf. Oh, yeah. And I find cooking with kids quite frustrating. I'm quite oh, impatient. Yeah. She's like, no, I want to do it. And I'm like, oh, And my, my, my three-year-old has real Kim Jong-un energy. Like, she wants to control. <laughs> she wants to yeah. control yeah, everything. Yeah, Thea's like that. It's better than big dick energy. Children, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Children are like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is a hard. We've just sent her to kindy, and it's crazy. Oh my god, she's gonna yeah, she's yeah. a bully, man. It's Aww. weird knowing your child's a bully. Like yeah. I was there because the first couple of days you have to watch proud, them, though? and um, little, oh, not really. It's scary, mm. and she just yeah. pushed this kid over. Oh my god. Because the whole first three hours, she's been a menace. She's been taking like trucks off kids. She's like, she's walking. There's an area called Family Corner where there's like beds and like top dolls and stuff. So she's just walking around Family Corner, going, "Family Corner's mine!" And everyone's just, like, <laughs> freaking amazing. out. Get it, girlfriend. And she'd walk any area she'd walk into. All the kids would like disperse. And there's one kid walked too close <laughs> to her, and she just pushed him over. Oh. And I went up to her. I was like, "Lua, why'd you do that?" And she goes, he looked at me. Oh, my God. And I was like, yo, that is Fair like enough. the peak of like bully behavior. Yeah. I was like, listen, he fucking if Hitler lo- walked past me, I'd look at him too. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. you're like a tyrant. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. of course, I can't. I've got not- you at a 10. We're just yeah. going to have to get you down to yeah, about three. They can't not you look at you. Yeah. So we've got to sort that out. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you'll be getting like the old note home from daycare. Oh, like- my God. One more time. Please have a word. Yeah, well, she, start, she starts next week without parents. Uh-oh. And I was like, I said to one of the teachers, I was like, you guys can figure it out. I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm going to drop her off and I'm out. Like, if you could write <laughs> us a letter and just get us an update, that would be great. Um, my tip this month is going to be um, a couple of food Instagrams that I'm really into. Um, yeah. One is basically, so it's run by the Bon Appetit team, but it's kind of like their younger, oh, yeah, fresher... Like the lingo's pretty yeah. street. Yeah, cool. But it's um the imagery's great and the food is like they'll test and test and test the recipe until they'll tell you like there's no point in making any other chocolate chip cookie. This is the one that you will make. And then you do the thing and they were right. It's epic. So basically, um and the other one, um 
It was actually Jamie Oliver's Instagram. I made like he's got heaps of um he makes quite a lot of Italian food, but this is pasta that I made that was made with like um a tomato vodka anchovy lemon rind and you just toss it through spaghetti and it was absolutely delicious and it's all the things in your cupboard good old jamie it's right? not the things in my cupboard <laughs> yeah i mean you don't lemon have vodka rind. in your lemon rind like the skin of a lemon you just oh is that is that what rind is rind's the yellow bit and then oh. the pith is the white bit under but that what's the zest that's the yellow bit I thought the rind was the zest and the pith. I've never heard the word rind before. Oh, yeah, lemon zest. I don't know. White cool. people could teach you a lot, man. Yeah, <laughs> I just need to be open. Yeah, I just need to be open to it. Exactly. Get it in. Um, my tip's kind of embarrassing because it was going to be like, don't overwork your scones. Oh. It'll be shit, but I didn't, and they were still shit, so Ouch. I guess maybe... Hey, but I don't think your scones in particular were shit. Just, yeah. I think yeah. scones in general are shit. I mean, I'll probably still eat them. Hey, they're edible yeah. for sure. Some of you, you could have a light I mean, touch you with finished yours, didn't you? No. Uh, you finished yours? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Tina ate two, didn't Tina, Tina, Tina was jamming them. Yeah. I'd give them a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah, I'll take that. What is, this, edible. what is it about a scone, Tina? Is it comforting to you? Get on the mic, Tina. Uh, <laughs> Tina's on the side. Put too much pressure on Tina. I just love the butter. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of about. <laughs> no, but it's a vehicle for butter. Well, I'm so, so down with that. You know, frowned upon to just eat butter. So you Is can it? Put, Why can't you just spoon out some butter? No, you should. Oh, no. It needs oh, a vehicle. No. Why not? It's, it's, it's not I the think same. I like the denseness yeah, you want I, the density. of it all. It's comforting. You like the density. Yeah, mm. and I love the cheesy bit. Oh, yeah. so what good. kind of guy is your type? Well, my partner's Ginger. And he there had glasses. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, she does yeah, like yeah. white things. Like Scones are the gingers of the food world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> One oh, hundred. You, you just described yeah. a cheese scone in human form. <laughs> Which is fine. A ginger plumber. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Oh, shout out to Dion. Shout out Dion. Um, so- and is our last segment about where everyone's eaten lately because I'm really looking forward to hearing about Alice's um, restaurant highlights. Yes, well, you know, I've been all over the show. Unfortunately, that was all we got time for. (laughs) (laughs) But the one I'll choose was when I was in the south of France in a town called Ouzes and we went to a restaurant called Le Tracteur, which means tractor. Yeah. (laughs) And I had to start with like courgette flowers stuffed with chevre, goat's cheese. And like on the same, it was an entree, and then there was like a chilled tomato soup, like a gazpacho with it, and they were all just really flavoursome, like bright, mm. bursting with flavour. Yeah. And then my main was escabeche. Yeah. With some fish. Escabeche? It's like a, like a kind s- of sardine. No, it's sardine. a it's a treatment of fish. So this was with something called dorado, dourad. Yeah. Oh, the dourad so it's like, is the fish. Sorry, and then yeah, the escabeche is, is the, the it's, it's like, like a, a marinated, almost pickled vinegary. Sort of vinegary. It was yum. So yeah, that's mine. Delicious. Thank you. Merci le tracteur. Yeah, nice work, Alice. Thanks. Pax, have you eaten anywhere good lately? Um, have I eaten anywhere good? I have eaten at um. 
there's a um, uh, Korean place on Queen Street that I ate at recently that I really love. Which one? It's, Upper Queen? It's Upper Queen, yeah. I can't remember the Someone name Someone else told me about this. Yeah, well, who's forget the is name, it which is the, so bad. Does it start with B, maybe? Maybe. Do yeah. they have cool little booths <laughs> and the booths have got yeah, cartoons Yes, one. they've got booths with cartoons. Yeah. Mm. That's the one. Yeah. We'll, find, yeah. we'll put it in the post. We'll find out. Yeah, cool. figure it out and put it in the post. But yeah. I went there like a week ago, but... um. It was so good. You're the mm. second person to recommend it. And I'm a big time Korean food fan and it was it was the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I need to like dig deeper into Korean food, mm. so I'm gonna go there this week. I like Thank kimchi you. pancakes. Yeah, all of it. I love it all. Kimchi yeah. anything I'm Kimchi, I'm yeah, it's a good time. I had it Jerome on the weekend in Parnell. A what? Is it? It's Jerome. It's a Greek uh Restaurant, yeah, it's fancy, yeah. Um, but they do really amazing souvlaki, yeah, nice. And everything's cooked over coals. I had yeah. the lamb shoulder, amazing, and it just fell apart. It was so delicious. Yeah, um, do they do the Jerome? Did they do the saganaki, the fried cheese with the honey all over? Oh, it? I, think Ooh, I, I haven't that. had it yet. I oh, like I think I I've seen that, that in a photo from that restaurant. I think I had it there once. Absolutely delicious. And my mother-in-law made me uh, tarragon chicken that I came home and ate when I was really drunk. Oh, nice. At uh, three in the morning is one of the best things I've ever had. Tarragon chicken, always a hit. I'm, I'll put, put the video on a the post. A little bit beige now that you mention it. it. That's pretty Did you white, have it with yeah. some mashed potato? Or my mother-in-law is very white. She's from Christchurch, <laughs> right? Yes. But there's nothing wrong with being white, especially when you're good at making white stuff tasty. Yeah, right. Well, I don't know what tarragon chicken is. There's just tarragon in the creamy sauce. So tarragon oh. is a herb, like yes. a Russian herb that's got like an anise kind of flavour to it. Isn't the French right. one better than the Russian one though? Is that just, that just people being like anti Oh, you're right. It's the Russian one that has less hey, flavour. So you the actually politics, not wow. the food. Yeah, okay. yeah, you actually want the um, French tarragon. Correct. Do you? Yeah, and you make a sauce with like half cream, half stock and tarragon and you reduce it and it's absolutely delicious. I'm down. We yeah. actually at Bird on a Wire, the... Um, Tarragon mayo in the classic role. People used to always ask Sophie's us what tarragon was. Former, former owner of Bird on a Wire. Are you? Yeah. I'm a big fan of Bird on a Wire. Awesome. Cool. But not cool. anymore. No. <laughs> when did you stop owning it? I actually it? have a year ago. Oh, no, that's I have ex- been that's the point where I stopped liking it. Don't yeah. say that. I hate it. I hate it. Don't Since say that. Ago. I'm kidding. <laughs> Good. Um, okay, and my yeah, favourite dinner recently, yeah. which I think is kind of, um, I don't know, I'd forgotten about it, it's been there for a long time, called, um, it's the pizzeria called El Volo. Oh yeah, I used to go there all In the Mount time. Eden. Yeah, and do you know what drew my attention to it? It was like, potentially one of those weird pregnancy cravings, but I saw mm-hmm. on the, um, their Instagram that they did a carbonara pizza, and I was like, Whoa. I mean, uh, I'm quite down with it. bacon and egg. On pizza. No, 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 not spaghetti. (laughs) They put Bill English, but spaghetti carbonara on a pizza. No, 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 no. But anyway, went there, had the carbonara pizza. It was bloody delicious. Also had one that had pork and fennel sausage on it that was really great. Got a vegetarian one. So all three of those were great. We also had tiramisu. Yeah, um, get there. You, 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 Didn't we on have your own three pizzas and a <laughs> Yeah. Didn't we I have a beer there people, before a podcast once? Oh, no, we met there before the very first podcast. Yeah. It does. For a yeah, team talk. So we had it comes back to the beginning. Episode one. It's it, a cycle. That brings us back. It's a circle yeah. of life. On that note. Perfect ending. Mm. Thanks very, very much. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, no. Tina, for your, your great producing. Tina, best producer on planet Earth. On planet Earth. Thanks, Thanks so much, Tina. In. We love you. Where can we I see? Like where can we see more of you? 
Um, you can, you are um, a very beautiful Iranian. Oh my god! Study, Thank you. Simon's I appreciate like that. sleezing onto packs. We're not even yes. finished. Yeah, yeah but I'm okay awkward. with it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have like yeah. moved closer I'm into together. It. Yeah. Um, um, you can see, you can watch my videos on Facebook and YouTube. Go just type in Pax Society and you'll see me do stand up. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. I don't. I, the last time I tweeted was like six months ago, but Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and. Um, I'll probably be bringing back my comedy festival show, my one-hour stand-up show in September. So look out for that. I'll be doing another maybe four nights. Where of that? Um, I think potent- it's probably going to be at the Basement Theatre. Love yeah. the Basement. Yeah, which is a cool little venue um, in uh, Auckland City. And yeah. Do you ever tour the country with the Lols? Um, I uh, have, but I haven't in a long time. Right. So it's definitely on the cards for either later this year or the beginning of next year. But if anyone wants to host you in their other cities around New Zealand, you'd happily be paid to fly down there and yeah, make totally. Them laugh. You want to get yeah. weird people contacting fifteen twenty you from Gs yeah, and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thanks for coming. It's been Thanks. really cool to talk about um different. Food with Thanks different um, people of different backgrounds. And I was really nervous, not nervous, but I was a little bit trepidatious of like you guys bringing my food to the to the party. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty but, bold. Yeah, but you guys are pretty good. Like you nailed it. That's why I was well, like, I'm I doing more time in Iran than you, bro. So. Yeah, that's true. Shablahe. Six point five out of ten. Means good evening. Their pronunciation is. Uh, yeah. And Anthony said we nailed it. <laughs> Kia ora e te iwi, Kiaihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.